Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 I come to you right now at 3 a.m. East Coast time in the morning. We're up. We've had a couple of cups of coffee because we got an early flight to catch to Boston. And then we're road tripping there from a friend to go hike in the big old mountains and defeat some bears and try not to get eaten today. And it's a big day. It's a big day. It's a very special day because, man... I'm going to be in motherfucking Boston, Massachusetts, and then Maine on National Clam Chowder Day? Your boy couldn't get any luckier. It's National Chili Day. It's National Toast Day. Start your day with some toast. Oh, okay, you're anemic? You can't be eating that stuff? We got you gluten-free toast, baby. Grain-free toast if you want to get some motherfucking seeds together and make yourself some toast from that. Flaxseed toast, there's probably worse things out there you can be eating. How y'all doing today? We got a lot to break down. And look, it's a six-game slate. We finally have a nice little, you know, light, lighter slate here. We're not going to have a stream later today because... Yes, I'm going to be traveling from Thursday to Sunday. We will have content for NBA, though. Dylan Bird will be doing a show later today, Stars and Scrubs, Friday, maybe even over the weekend. We'll have MMA and NASCAR content coming out the next couple of days. So don't worry, don't worry. The veteran media brand, the fellas over here, we got you covered. We got you covered, and we're going to break down this six-game slate today. So like, subscribe, do that for me. We'll quickly break down the injury news, then we'll get into the top 12 plays as of right now on the day. Projections will be out and updated on Patreon. But, 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 if you wait around till the end of the video, I'll also target some of the guys that are at $4,000 and below. We had a comment yesterday on YouTube that said, hey, can you talk a little bit more about values? Like normally some values will pop up in my top 12, right? But I get it. If you're just trying to get some stars and scrubs or some cheap guys that maybe they're not a top play, but you're just trying to punt with them. Maybe they're a top 20 play and they're not making this list. We'll talk about some of them. But obviously, if you want to see the full list of rankings and updated up and throughout lock, check out Patreon down below where we now have an NBA lineup optimizer. Look, your boy's just trying to bring as much value as possible. A fellow Patreon developed an optimizer and I said, let's see what you got here. Now we have groups and now we can set some rules and now we can put some team stacks for other sports. And now we can set exposures and whatever else you want to do in there uniques you can upload your own projections and mine come automatically built into it so man oh man fellas yeah it's a good time over there you get the optimizer and all the tools all for one price right now instead of having to go 50 bucks for an optimizer over here oh you're paying a hundred dollars a month for an optimizer here and then you're paying eighty dollars a month for tools so you're paying almost two hundred dollars a month and then at that point you have to actually profit that and more to even turn a profit on dfs no 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 no, 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 no. It's going to be a very, very low cost. And you can be got, like guys right now in the Discord, like Jerry Octic winning 200 last night. Like Serodi, which I might be pronouncing that wrong, $100 win. And then, oh, yes, this presenting sponsor of the show. Some fellas hitting me up in the DMs yesterday. Mike Eggs, $1,500 profit on SuperJeff. Ben P, a $500 profit on SuperJeff. This is four days in a row now that I've woken up. And I've woken up today at 2.30 in the morning. But I've woken up and been able to wake up to some nice DMs, some nice stuff in the Discord, and people just absolutely dominating it on DraftKings, absolutely dominating it right now on SuperJeff presenting sponsor you want to sign up over there i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you right now there's not gonna be a better time to sign up check it out down below use that code sal sal link in the description you'll get a free money bonus up to 500 the contests are still not filling and you're still gonna have an insane chance at winning every single day for the last five days we've had at least a four-figure winner right now in super draft and if it's not you're just cracking through at a thousand dollars three thousand dollar winner fifteen hundred dollar winner a couple sixty five hundred dollar winners and a two thousand dollar winner oh, okay you didn't get a four-figure win okay we had a lot of people last night fifty dollar winner eighty dollar winner $90 winner, $100 winner right there in SuperDraft, a $500 winner. So yeah, SuperDraft is a nice place to be profiting because you're automatically, just by putting a lineup in most nights, you're automatically beating 30% of the competition because the contests aren't filling because they're only filling at 70%. So I'm telling you, people people continue to go over in DraftKings. We literally had Mike Eggs yesterday reach out to me on Twitter and say, I finally gave SuperDraft a try. I finally ended up putting my DraftKings money over on SuperDraft and I can't thank you enough because this is actually legitimately an edge right now. So 
take that for what you will. We can even put the DM up if you want me to on, on the screen. But yeah, thank you, everybody. Check it out down below. Superdraft, like, subscribe. Let's get into this injury news quickly. Porzingis missed the last game. Now, normally I like back-to-backs, things like that. He rests, but he's questionable today. Maxi Kleber, who actually got hurt and left their last game or two games ago, last game he played early, also questionable. So in that last game, when you ended up seeing no Christoph Porzingis, Dwight Powell started. He only played like 10 and a half minutes. It was very interesting to see. I don't know if there was some sort of injury there. He had no foul trouble. Boban ended up playing 13 minutes off the bench. Didn't play anything in the fourth quarter. And Willie Cauley Stein ended up playing 24 minutes and closed out basically the entire fourth quarter. Closed out like 11 minutes and 45 seconds of it. So you saw Willie Cauley Stein really only step on the court in the first half for like eight minutes, but then he closed out the entire second half. You saw Boban chopping up some minutes as well with Dwight Powell. So it's kind of a big old shrug emoji. It's nice to see that Willie Cauley Stein closed out a close game as well, right? They ended up going on a 17 to four run late in that game. And then you saw Boston come back going on a 12 to 0 run, but they ended up going on a 17 to four run. Maybe that's why Willie Cauley Stein stayed in. Willie Cauley Stein, I think just the overall better fantasy player, maybe even better center at this point than Dwight Powell when you're trying to match up against guys like Tristan Thompson and Robert Williams, who saw more run in that last game for Boston when they played them. Bob Williams in that game ended up playing about 15, 16 minutes instead of normally like eight minutes to 10 minutes. So we'll have to see what happens with the center situation there. Paul Millsap is now out and Jermichael Green is out yet again. Bertans is questionable today for Washington. I mean, some guys might get a bump if he's out, but whenever those two studs in Westbrook and Beal are there, doesn't really change much. Jeff Green is questionable today. That will change some, right? You already have no Kevin Durant. If Jeff Green is out, Nicholas Claxton played 14 minutes in his first game back, but the big one would be DeAndre Jordan actually becoming in play. Dylan Brooks questionable. Alfred Payton is doubtful. Drew Holiday still doubtful. So shout out Giannis. They're going to continue to probably absolutely smash for over 1.7 fantasy points a minute. Hassan Whiteside already ruled out. So Rashawn Holmes, now you get backup center minutes for Marvin Bagley, more than likely. Bielitsa maybe gets a little bit more run at the four as a backup four. So that's good to see. And Landry Shamit questionable. I mean, if Shamit's out, you can give a little bit of a bump to some other guys like TLC, Bruce Brown minutes wise, but probably some guys below that, like a Chris Chioza starts to pick up some run. So without further ado, let's start it up. The number 12 play on the day for me today is going to be Bruce Brown. And again, this gets slightly better in terms of the minutes if you don't see anybody from a Landry Shaman out there today. But this is the thing. TLC is supposed to be back today. So that's a little bit of a concern, but you still don't have Kevin Durant out there, right? And you're going to be getting Bruce Brown for the last two games starting. He's played 34 and 25 minutes over the last couple of games. The 25 minutes, he shot 11 of 13 in that game. So that was pretty good to see 85%. But I want to see these minutes get a little bit higher. With TLC coming back, I can't give him all that minute security. If Shamit was to miss, then 28 to 30 seems a little bit more reasonable at $4,600. Look, Bruce Brown isn't going to be a world beater for you. He's still well, well, well behind James Harden, not even in the same stratosphere as James Harden, as Kyrie Irving, even as DeAndre Jordan point per minute wise, if there's no Jeff Green today and you can get more run out of DeAndre Jordan. But with no Kevin Durant and also no Karis LeVert from earlier this year on the court this season, you're seeing Bruce Brown average 0.86 fantasy points per minute. That's enough. That's quality. That's well above average if he indeed plays 28 to 30 minutes. Bruce Brown last game obviously pops off because he shoots 80 plus percent. I'm not expecting that. So hopefully it doesn't rise his ownership, but a value player started off for number 12 play of the day, a 1.8 X multiplier in the presenting sponsor super draft is okay. Like last time that gets you there in the last league where he scores 40. It's okay. It's fine. He's our number 12 play on the day. Our number 11 play on the day is going to be Lonzo Ball. So Lonzo Ball is interesting because his price point went up for a little while. And then it was like, all right, I don't want to really play $6,800, $7,000 or close to this for Lonzo Ball. But now it's kind of dropped at 6,300 and it's stabilizing there. But Lonzo, look earlier this year, Lonzo, we were hoping he can get 30 to 32 minutes. His shot wasn't falling. He was not playing well, right? But now Lonzo, the minutes are there. The minutes are all the way there. 36, 36, 39 and 35 over the last four games. And that's including games where they end up losing by 18. That's including games where they end up winning by 12. So it's these games that kind of are blowing out late and he's still playing massive minutes. He's shooting better. 50%, 50%, 46, 46% from the field. Look, we'll take that. It's not elite shooting by any means, but we'll take that for a guy who was really struggling earlier this year to even break like the 35% shooting mark. The assist percentage is something that we're seeing nicely at Alonzo back-to-back games of six rebounds. We've been seeing that quietly kind of tick up here and the price point's actually dropping 64, 6,500 the last couple of games. Now he's 6,300. Lonzo is already up to 1.01 fantasy points a minute. 
This was a guy who was below 0.9 fantasy points a minute, and that's why he was like $5,400 earlier this year at points 5,500. Now that he's over a fantasy point per minute producer, his rebounding rate is stabilizing in the mid-teens now. His assist percentage is above 21%. I like to see this at Alonzo. He's getting the usage now at 6,300 versus Milwaukee. I'm expecting a closer game today. I do like Alonzo Ball at 6,300, our number 11 play. And you ladies, hey, hey, you fellas, let's get into the top 10 now. Number 10 overall, Rashawn Holmes, and this is going to be interesting because the minutes for Rashawn Holmes we can expect to be a little bit bigger today because I don't know why. I don't know why in real life. Somebody told me in the YouTube chat the other day on our live streams. We go live 4.30 during the week, just not today or Friday because I'll be traveling. But make sure you hit the like, subscribe, that notification bell. You ding it. Ding. We're going to have an MMA video releasing today at 10. Dylan Bird will be doing a Stars and Scrubs quick picks 10-minute video looking at the value below like 5K and the studs all the way up top that he likes the most today, breaking that down from an analytical standpoint, getting you smacked around with your information. Smack. Yeah, that was Dylan Bird coming at you noon today, Eastern time. So be sure to notification bell so you know when those things are dropping and when we go live starting again next week after my travels into the mountains in the wilderness. Hopefully, hopefully we can de defeat these bears. But the kid told me in the YouTube chat or whoever it was could have been a grown ass man, could have been an old man. Whoever it was in the YouTube chat said, I don't know why they don't play Hassan Whiteside over Bagley more. Pfft, what? What? Hassan Whiteside shouldn't even be on this team. They should cut Hassan Whiteside. So I'm happy that he's out today. Look, in real life, I want the players to get theirs. But if we're talking about actual skill sets in real life, Hassan Whiteside is nowhere near the skill set of Marvin Bagley. There's nowhere near the investment that they have in Marvin Bagley draft pick wise, taking him over Luka Doncic, something that they should probably put him on the court more as his true position, power forward, closer to the basket or center, instead of making the guy shoot threes. Last game back with Sean Holmes after being somewhat limited in that first game and the game blowing out, plays 26 minutes. Nice to see he scores 38 fantasy points, gets you the double double. So if these minutes can start to tick up now, 30 maybe, 31, 32, without Hassan Whiteside, if his health is there, I like that for Rashawn Holmes, which you're getting all, all the way on this season so far. He's averaged one fantasy point per minute so far this season. If I was to take a Sam Whiteside off the court, it goes down to like 0.98, but you're going to get a fantasy point per minute. You're going to get a little bit of upside to that, especially in the minutes. So if we can give Rashawn Holmes 28 to 30 minutes today at a fantasy point per minute below $6,000, nice super draft multiplier 1.55x. It's a loaded center position, so a little bit tougher to get there, but Rashawn Holmes is my number 10 overall play today. Rashawn Holmes averages a 20% defensive rebounding rate with no, with no Mr. Hassan on the court. Will Barton, small forward eligibility this is the third time in a row that he's been on the slate that we've had him on here it worked out two games ago when the game blew out he didn't even play in the fourth quarter he only played 26 minutes and he got us over 26 fantasy points almost 27 fantasy points last time out he plays 31 minutes so good the game stays relatively close they beat portland by five he only scores 21 points for us because he shoots 36 percent he shoots 0 of three from three point land right he ends up getting you a nice amount of rebounds but no steals and no blocks so it's just one of those games he shoots four of 11 if he ends up shooting a little bit better makes one of his threes in that game he's scoring 25 and he's getting you there yet again i think just like last time his ownership will stay lower even on a six game slate and now he's not facing Portland. He's facing Washington. A little bit better of a matchup. The team total here is 122. The pace environment is 105.8, well over the, the NBA pace of around 103. I like Will Barton yet again. Still no Jermichael Green, still no Paul Millsap. So minutes-wise, if the game stays close, expect yet again another 30 minutes plus. I'll project him for around 30 to 31 today. I'll project him for what he's done so far this season, which is average with these guys off the court like Jermichael Green and Paul Millsap over 0.8 to 0.85 fantasy points a minute. Will Barton, our number nine overall play. 1.7x multiplier in Superdraft is going to be an in interest of mine. We'll update those interests on Patreon. We'll update the projections, ranks for anything that comes out. We have that optimizer all in one place right now. I'm trying to add as much value as, value as possible. We got some of the fellows that are contracting some content work here, but for the most part, the only employee of this business, Vetri Media LLC, is myself. I'm the only employee, so I don't have to pay for, and I don't have kids, I don't have any of that, right? I don't have to pay for uh, 150 employees, things like that, so we can keep the prices low. That's nice. We got a nice, nice little niche here so we can keep the community giving as much value as possible for as low of a hit to your, your wallet, your bankroll as possible, and actually get you guys all the way up to the top dollar riskies now that you got even 
more tools enhanced with that optimizer. Check it out down below on Patreon. You're not going to regret it. The number nine overall play is going to be Mr. Rashawn Holmes' teammate here. And the reason why this is going to be the number nine overall play, and you might be saying, hey, but why not Rashawn Holmes? Uh, why is he not higher here if you don't have any uh, Hassan Whiteside out there? A couple of reasons. One, you're going to be getting Marvin Bagley with power forward eligibility. That's massive. That's massive. So that's one thing. Two, Marvin Bagley's minutes actually are now a little bit more secure than a Rashawn Holmes because Rashawn Holmes, we still haven't seen these bigger minutes since coming back. Bagley, they've kind of unleashed the minutes limit. We've seen him into the 30s a couple of times now. And the other thing is that Bagley is now going to get a lot more minutes at center. Like if you have these past couple of games and really for the last couple of months, when we're, when we have Hassan Whiteside playing anywhere from like 10 to 16 to 18 to 20 minutes as a backup center behind Rashawn Holmes, you're only getting Bagley to play at the four. So maybe he only plays 26 to 28 minutes at the four, not as many rebounding opportunities, not as many very close to the basket opportunities, right? So when you take Hassan Whiteside off the court, so far this year, you have Bagley averaging about a fantasy point per minute. When you take Hassan Whiteside off the court, who Hassan Whiteside, if he plays 18 to 20 minutes, he averages a 31% defensive rebounding rate. Now there's no Hassan Whiteside. Bagley doesn't have to play next to him and his high rebounding rate. He can actually now get some backup center minutes. So maybe he plays and ends up playing today 30 minutes. Maybe he ends up playing, I don't know, 20 of those at the power forward or 15 and 15, right? He gets a lot more backup center minutes where he's going to go from being like a fantasy point per minute producer as a power forward to like a 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer as that backup center today. Now they could put some other guys out there. If they wanted to put May to the rookie out there, I don't know if they'll actually end up doing that behind uh, a guy like Rashawn Holmes at center. I wouldn't doubt it if they did it for a couple minutes, but I think Bagley, somebody who's been vocal about wanting to play closer to the basket, been vocal about wanting to play some more center. It's just that Whiteside's been there. This seems like a great opportunity to do that now against New York, who's going to be a little bit smaller today. No Mitchell Robinson. Still have Nerlens Noel out there, but nothing that's concerning me by any means. So Bagley, our number eight overall play. Let's get into number seven. So you can see a lot of guys in this range. I mean, $4,600 Bruce Brown, and then all these guys in this five and six scare range so far. So a decent amount of mid-range value as of right now. Only more is going to open up depending on what happens with all these injuries for Porzingis, all these injuries for guys like Dylan Brooks today. Uh, the second that we get official news on the doubtful tags on Drew Holiday and Alfred Payton, more opens up. And the other thing I want to say about Alfred Payton being doubtful today, he played about 34 minutes in that last game and he didn't get hurt, right? Now he's just doubtful today. So it's an injury that happened later in that game, whatever it might have been. He closed out the entire game. So it must have happened or tweaked it during it or even after the game, maybe getting on the bus after that. Tripped himself looking at his NBA top shots. But yes, Alfred Payton, we'll have to see what happens here. You had Alec Burks play 24 minutes off the bench. You had Rose play 27 minutes off the bench and close. You had quickly only play 13 minutes. So Derek Rose is somebody that is not going to probably be featured in this list because I want to see who starts here. The answer is basically whoever starts between Alex Burks and Derek Rose. Maybe even we finally get Emmanuel quickly starting, but whoever starts between those guys for the doubtful, if it's official and ruled out, Alfred Payton today. So keep that in mind as well. Another guy in that five or four K range that potentially maybe even two of them are going to start to pop off for value with me the second we get that next lineup, the second I finish the projections today. Number seven overall play today is going to be Brandon Ingram, whose price point is dropping just a little bit too much. And the reason why his price point is dropping is because look, Zion, who all season long has been basically averaging like 1.15 fantasy points a minute. These last couple of games, he's averaging like 1.25 fantasy points a minute. And this is where I expected him to be, right? Last year, he was averaging 1.22. He was averaging for a long stretch last year, 1.3. So maybe Zion's just going to stabilize here, right? The 49, the 48 and a half, the 53 and a half fantasy points, three out of his last four games. You saw a 40 minute burger somewhere in there as well against Boston. He plays 40 minutes, but for the most part, playing like 33 minutes on the season. And this is impacting what you're getting out of Brandon Ingram lately. And Zion's price point has skyrocketed from 79, 7,800 to now 8,600. Whereas bring Ingram from 8,500 to now 7,900. It's too much of an overcorrection in my opinion yes you'll have some matchups directly now against uh, guys like Giannis out there for Brandon Ingram but for the most part outside of that every other matchup on the court today in my opinion Bobby Porter's Brooke Lopez is going to be fine for Ingram whose minutes continue to stay high coming off of a 37 and 43 minute game he's shooting 18 22 and 20 times over the last three games shooting 50 percent in all those games and he's coming off of games of 51 46 and 36 fantasy points now with the price point dropping he's on this slate where he's priced right around guys like Tobias Harris give me Brandon Ingram he's priced right around guys like De'Aaron Fox that's a little bit closer for me but right now give me Brandon Ingram at 7,900. I'll take Brandon Ingram. His current fantasy point per minute projection on the season or his average is 1.17. So he's averaging 1.17. Zion is now 
up to 1.25. So it makes sense that his price point is coming up. But you're getting Ingram assist percentage all year has been dropping. It went from 30% to 25%. Now it's at 21%, but I think this price point is fair enough for that. The 28% usage rate basically mirrors Zion right now. I think you're getting a slight discount here at 7,900. Ingram should continue to be an 82 to $8,400 player if he gets these 35 plus minutes a game. And on the season, he's averaging 35 minutes per game right now. Now let's get into the top half of the top 12. Number six overall is going to be Jonas Valanciunas, whose price point is now down to 7K. Jonas Valanciunas is somebody that we continue to like on this channel. And he continues to get us there more times than not that he actually plays the minutes that we want to get out of him, right? No blowouts, no foul trouble. Foul trouble has been less of an issue for Jonas Valanciunas as of late three personal fouls in that last game they end up losing by 10 but he gets the minutes he plays 30 minutes he just shoots poorly five of 18 he shot 18 times people 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 this is as good as you're going to get it. Jonas Valanciunas price point, 7K, the lowest we've seen in a while after a game when he's coming off of even a little bit of foul trouble and a game that gets out of hand against Dallas. He still plays 30 minutes in that one. He shoots 18 times. I mean, he should have scored 50 fantasy points in this game. He just shot 28%. Even if he shoots, he's a center, so he's, he's going to have a 60% two shooting rate. Even if he shoots below average and shoots his like 50%, which is really bad for a guy shooting two foot shots, right? Even if he shoots 50% in this game, he gets you to around 20 actual points in the game and he's scoring 40 fantasy points for you. And his price today is probably $7,500. Jonas Valanciunas arguably is going to be higher than this number six overall. We'll have to see. There's just so many good studs that are insanely underpriced in this slate. And you're about to see all of them like in a moment. But Jonas Valanciunas at 7K flat, 1.45X multiplier in Superdraft. Get in on Superdraft today down below. Should be where your first dollar receipts are going. I don't know what you're doing if not. I gave you a whole spiel earlier. Code Sal if you want to get that free money bonus. So now to the top five, top five, top five. We go number five overall is going to be Mr. Joel Embiid. And he, here's the reason. You have a lot of centers on this slate that look good. You have paid on options like Rashawn Holmes. You have some other options that we talked about. Power forward eligibility, Marvin Bagley. And we're about to talk about a couple of them, right? We have guys up in this expensive range, uh, all-stars now, and all these guys, Embiid, Vucevic, uh, Jokic. These guys are, spoiler alert, some of them are up here. Not all of them, so they're still your T's. Which one's not going to be up there? But Embiid is now down to 9,900. But now Embiid, the sticker shock of him going below 10K is interesting. This is a guy who's been 10,900, 10,700, 10,800, 10,600 in the last game. The first time that, in, that he doesn't get you there because he shoots 23%, 3 of 13, very uncharacteristic, still gets you the 12-plus rebounds, still gets you the double-double with 18 points, right? He ends up getting 18 points because he goes to the free throw line and makes 11 of 12, 92% from the free throw line. And he only scores 39 points and then his price point drops $700. And now he has a matchup against Dallas, who at best out there today is going to have a banged up Kristoff, a banged up Maxi Kleber, and at worst is going to be having out there Dwight Powell and Willie Colley sign. Joel Embiid's a strong play. Five might be too low for him, but you're going to see the guys above him that make it a little bit tougher, guys that are way too cheap. So Embiid at $9,900, I'm going to continue to chase this MVP season when he's going to be this cheap. Embiid is averaging 1.61 fantasy points a minute. It's a little bit skewed because there was a lot of games because of COVID, like five or six or so when there's no Tobias Harris and no Ben Simmons. But still, even if you take those guys and put them on the court, Embiid's still averaging 1.55 fantasy points per minute. If this version of Joel Embiid goes after today, a guy who is so physical in the paint, if he goes out there today and he gets to face up against Dwight Powell, I mean, Boban, they're not going to be able to keep on the court. But Dwight Powell and Willie Cauley-Stein, that will be the biggest mismatch on the entire season. Our top four now, we get into Russell Westbrook. So this is very close for me between Embiid and Westbrook, which one to put closer. It's virtually like whatever you have left in your, your lineup, right? Like Embiid's only center eligible. You have Westbrook only guard eligible. So it's going to be easy to determine which one you want. Hey, maybe you even want to play both of these guys. But Westbrook, another guy whose price point continues to drop. Another guy who's coming off of a bad game where he scored 50 plus points. Westbrook is just right now, as always, a walking triple-double, but he's getting the minutes that we like to see. 39, 37, 44 in a quote-unquote bad game. Only plays 34 minutes, scores you 52 and a half fantasy points, and his price point goes from 9,800 to 9,500. I don't know how a guy can score you 61, 64, 6, and 53 fantasy points, and his price drops from 10,100 to $9,500. DraftKings is giving everybody the value on this slate yes i get it there's denver it's a little bit of a tougher matchup but you know there's no gary harris you know there's not as much rim protection with no jamichael green out there and no paul Millsap out there so i'm not too concerned about this for westbrook 
If the game stays close, you know he's going to get bigger minutes. A guy who, yet again yesterday, just misses a triple-double. Westbrook should have seven triple-doubles in a row. Yesterday, he missed it by one rebound. The game before that, he missed it by one assist. Then he had three triple-doubles in a row, and then he ended up missing triple-doubles by one rebound in those two games in a row after that. He should have seven in a row at this point. So you're getting those bonus points from double-doubles. The bonus points are highly there, more than anybody in the league for his triple-doubles. This game total that you're getting right now, 100 or 237, seven-point underdogs for Washington versus Denver, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a track meet. I like Westbrook, number four overall. Cheap price point. Number three overall right now, we're going to go to James Harden, and it's going to kind of close out with a lot of studs here. So going to James Harden, still no Kevin Durant out there, and you have James Harden just balling out. 70-plus points last time out, playing 40 minutes in back-to-back games now, 40-plus minutes in back-to-back games is what I should say. And we've been mentioning it, right? Like, if you look at the stats that you have this year, oh, with no Kevin Durant on the court, James Harden is only averaging somewhere around like 1.4 fantasy points a minute. Big whoop. And then I said, no, 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 that's not taking into account a bigger sample. Now that he has over 400 minutes without Kevin Durant the last couple of games, the last five or six games, it's now up to 1.52. And I don't think that's big enough either. I think even with Kyrie out there, this guy's going to average like 1.55, 1.6 fantasy points a minute when there's no Durant on the court. And the biggest reason why is, well, obviously he's taking shots. Obviously he's making shots. He's shooting 45% from three, which is insane. But he also has a 44% assist percentage. Even with Kyrie on the court, you're still seeing him have that high of assist percentage and Kyrie's drops around 20%, which is very low. So number three overall play for me right now is James Harden at 10,800. It becomes really difficult to choose between these 10K plus guys, especially when you have Westbrook and Embiid up here, because it's all about, I mean, you want two of these guys, right? We have enough value already built in, but you want two of these options because so many of them are too cheap. Guys like Westbrook, guys like Embiid, guys like some of these next guys we'll talk about. Number two right now, he's not too cheap. He's the most expensive guy, but arguably still too cheap. No Drew Holiday. If you're just tuning in for the first time, we can continue to give you the spiel that with no Drew Holiday on the court, you might not think it makes a difference. But when you're replacing Drew Holiday's minutes with Bryn Forbes, DJ Augustine, and Pat Connington to an extent, it does make a difference. With Drew Holiday on the court this year, Giannis only averages 1.58 fantasy points a minute. So 1.58 is still pretty good, but it's nowhere near worth, I would say, $11,000, especially when you have all the other value on the slate. But here's the thing. He goes from averaging 1.58 fantasy points a minute to 1.77 people. No Drew Holiday is a major, major difference than having Bryn Forbes out there playing 25 plus minutes. And to close this out, our number one overall play is going to be a man who very similar to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid should be higher on the slate, but you have these other guys massively on their price. You still have Drew Holiday and Kevin Durant out for guys like Giannis and Harden. But the guy that's going to be standing out for me is Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic is just way too cheap. He's ten, he should be $11,000. He's 10400 today. This is the price that Joel Embiid should be. And then you should be getting Jokic at 10900 somewhere around there. He has played the most minutes on his team this year. He has averaged 1.6 fantasy points a minute. And that's not even without taking guys like Paul Millsap and Green off the court, who can actually impact his rebounding rate more than these other guys like Michael Porter standing next to him. And these guys like Zeke, who has absolutely nothing. I can't even pronounce his last name, but he has absolutely nothing to offer from a fantasy perspective. Zeke's total rebounding rate is 7.5%. And that's the guy standing next to Jokic now for 24 minutes, 26 minutes. Yeah, it's going to help Jokic a lot, who right now is averaging around, around a 30% assist percentage, 30 plus, 30% rebounding rate. And he's averaging, oh yeah, 32% usage rate. Jokic, all these studs, I know you're saying it's Sal. These are all the studs. We don't, we rarely do this, right? We might have one or two studs in our top 12 or this highly up there. We now have our top five plays as $9,500 or above guys. What that tells you is you should be playing two of these guys. And hell, if we get enough value in the three K range, maybe you can even get the three of them. I doubt it, but maybe you could. I think the winning lineups are going to have a combination of the two, two of the guys up here right now. This is my rankings of them. As you can see, Jokic, Giannis, Harden, Westbrook, and Embiid as it currently stands. I'll update projections on Patreon and we'll give you the finalized projections so you can see the updated Dalruski dozen, if you will. I almost forgot. I almost ended this video. I just I did the whole spiel, but we're going to put this one in there right now. I almost forgot to tell you the value plays, the guys that are some other options outside of the ones we talked about so far. Not many, right? It's a lot of payup options. So guys right now, depending on what happens with news, this will change. But Josh Richardson, so 4K and below. 
Josh Richardson, Brunson really only if Porzingis is out with that price increasing right now. Um, same thing kind of with Josh Richardson, but either way, he's fine. Uh, Campazzo as kind of a punt option. Pat Connington getting bigger minutes and stabilizing. He has an upside to spike from a rebounding rate and also just a shot attempt standpoint. Justice Winslow is interesting. 21 and 26 minutes in his first two games back, and he shot 10%. He shot terribly, right? I mean, he's missed 13 months, 3 of 14 and 1 of 10. That's going to come around, so he's not going to shoot 10% every game. In 26 minutes of play, I like to see that. TLC is probable today. I expect TLC to play into the 20s of minutes to average around 0.8 fantasy points per minute, maybe a little bit less. And then also outside of that, whoever starts at the Mavericks again at center, if it's Willie Cauley-Stein today against Embiid, I'm sorry for whoever it might be. I think it's going to be Willie Cauley-Stein size-wise against Embiid instead of Dwight Powell. I would end up going back there again. Even though it didn't work out last time, I'm fine to go back to it at that cheap price point. So those are all the value plays as we have it right now. Like, subscribe before you go. I'm tired as fuck right now. It's like 3.45 in the morning. I got to edit this. I got to finish packing. I got to get to the airport. My girlfriend's an angel and a saint for driving me so early. And I got to safely get over to Boston to eat some New England clam chowder, our national clam chowder day. So thank you everybody out there. Like, subscribe. Be sure to support the sponsor of the So Super Draft because look, I mean, if you want to be like the people in the Discord, people reaching out to me, all the patrons absolutely cleaning up and eating, not only on DraftKings, but Super Draft because we have interest now. So we have a player pool of guys that I like and how much I like them and where I like them exactly, right? Multiplier projections over there for Super Draft. Same exact things going out for DraftKings, including now an optimizer. And we have optimizers for other sports, right? We have optimizers for PGA, which is going to be starting later today. We have optimizers for MMA. That's going to be dropping probably either later today or tomorrow morning. Uh, the optimizer for that once I put the projections in. So for the rest of the week, we'll have a video out later today for MMA and a video out later today for NBA from Not For Me, Dylan Bird's later today, Dylan Bird on Friday and NASCAR on Friday. And then over the weekend, we'll have to see, maybe we'll do some NBA videos, not myself. I'll be up hiking in the mountains, but maybe we'll get some stuff from Dylan Bird over the weekend. So thank you for tuning in. Like and subscribe. You all rock. You all are the best people out there that get to allow me to do this. Look at this fresh motherfucking fade if you're watching on YouTube. And thank you all for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the start to your weekend if you're getting yourself a nice little early start like myself. Peace out, gang.